Hey guys, hope everybody is doing well. This week's episode's coming to us a little bit late. I like to drop new episodes on Mondays, and that obviously did not happen this week, but definitely wanted to get this one out to you guys. This week I wanted to talk about follow-up. I've had a lot of conversations with newer agents recently, and even experienced agents. I was teaching a class last week on the millionaire real estate agent models written by Gary Keller. And there's just this common theme in real estate, and I think that we really need to talk about it. We need to address it, and more importantly, we've got to fix it. So everybody knows that you have to follow up with people, right? We get that. But where's that fine line of following up versus annoying them versus knowing when to quit and things like that? And I would argue that there's really not... a a fine line there. I mean, think about it this way. If you're doing an open house and someone walks inside that open house, they chose to do that, right? They saw it online. They saw your signs and balloons and all of those things. Uh, Maybe they're just a nosy neighbor, but, but they chose to come in there of their own free will. And then take it a step beyond that. They chose to sign in on your guest registry, now, sure, you asked them to do that and they agreed, but nobody forced them to do that, right? Nobody was standing behind them, threatening them if they didn't do it. They chose to provide their information. Well, then what happens is, you know, you, you may send that thank you email. Thank you so much for coming to my open house. And then it might stop there. Now, I don't want to go off on a huge open house tangent, but think about this. If they're coming to your open house, they're literally raising their hand saying that they're thinking about buying and or selling a home because there's really two types of people that come to open houses and that's people who are looking to buy right now and people who are nosy neighbors that are probably thinking about selling their home. Now, they may not be thinking about selling their home next week and that's where we as real estate agents are very, very short-sighted. We focus so much on the now business And I get that because we need money now. It makes sense. However, there's some really interesting statistics from the National Sales Executive Association that I want to share with you. And uh, I'll I'll put these in the show notes as well so you guys will have these. But uh, this just really blew my mind. So take a minute and just really let this sink in. 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. That means that that Zillow lead that comes in or, you know, market leader lead, realtor.com, whatever it is, almost half of them never even get followed up with. That's crazy. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. So they try them twice, don't get a response, and they don't try them again. 12% of salespeople only make three contacts and stop. And only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. So what I've witnessed is, you know, that lead comes in, today's Thursday that I'm recording this, and a lead will come in today, and maybe you're that rock star agent, and you're going to respond right away. So they provide you a phone number, an email address, you jump on the phone and you call them, you don't get an answer. So maybe you shoot them a text and they don't answer. And then you shoot them an email, hey, try to reach you, give me a call back. And you don't get a response. Maybe you're a little aggressive and you try again tomorrow and don't get a response. You go through the weekend and you try again on Monday or Tuesday, and then most of us write those people off. 
All right. Well, first of all, understand the psychology behind internet leads in general is they're typically nine to 18 months out before they're ready to do something anyways. So think about it this way. An analogy that I like to use when I'm teaching is how many people have gone to a car dealership on a Sunday and stepped over that metal gate when they're closed to look at cars? And when I ask that question, almost everybody raises their hands. And so I have a follow-up question to that is, why? Why did you do that? And they start spitting out answers. Well, I didn't want to be bothered by a salesperson. I didn't want to be harassed. I didn't want this or that. And frankly, I just tell them that they're all wrong. And here's the reason why they're wrong. Ultimately, you've got to talk to that salesperson to buy a car. Now, I understand it's 2018. There's other technologies and ways to buy cars out there. But concede with me here for a moment that ultimately you've got to talk to a sales agent, a salesperson to purchase a car. So the real reason that they went on Sunday when they were closed and stepped over that metal gate is because they were not ready to buy that day. So they didn't want to talk to a salesperson because they weren't ready to make a purchase decision. That's ultimately what it came down to. Guys, these internet leads are no different. So if we understand that they're 9 to 18 months out before they do anything, and sure, there's exceptions to that. You're going to get the people that need to do something yesterday. That happens, and that's great. But if they're 9 to 18 months out, and in their mind, all you are is a salesperson, why are we shocked when they don't respond to us in the first two or three days? So you try two or three times over the first few days, and they don't respond, and you give up on them, all right? So that was 48% of salespeople never follow up with a prospect. 25% of salespeople make a second contact and stop. 12% only make three contacts and stop. And only 10% of salespeople make more than three contacts. Now, this is where it gets really, really eye-opening. Listen to this. 2%, that's two, one, two percent of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second contact. 5% of sales are made on the third contact. 10% of sales are made on the fourth contact. You see where I'm going with this? 80% of sales are made on the fifth to twelfth contact. Guys, that is why it is so critical that you're following up with these people. So if we go back to them coming into the open house. They chose to do that. They chose to register. They chose to go to Zillow. They chose to put their information in. You should be following up with these people until one of four things happen. They buy a home. They sell a home. They say, leave me the heck alone. Or they die. Nobody forced them to give you their information. So why would you not take every opportunity to follow up with them, show them that you're the professional, and convert them into a client? I had a really big eye-opening experience, an aha moment with this a couple years ago. I hired a new buyer's agent onto my team, and I gave him a bunch of internet leads from the previous year. And I said, here, shake this tree and see what comes out of it. And you know, I'll be honest with you guys, before I brought him on, I had gotten to kind of my max capacity. I was letting leads fall through the crack. I wasn't following up the way that I should. And that's a sign that it may be time to bring somebody on to help leverage that out a little bit. Now, if you don't have time to follow up with these leads because you're sitting at the bar every day at lunch getting drunk or you're you're spending most of the day walking around the office and talking, it may not be time for leverage, but that's another conversation for another day. 
these leads were falling through the cracks. And so I knew that if I had somebody in place that could respond to these people immediately and then follow up with them properly in a systematic and very, very purposeful way, that we'd convert some business. So he shook that tree and it didn't take very long for him to go through everybody. So he says, um, you know, from the accountability that we have, I feel like he probably went through most of it. I'm not sure if it was everybody, but here's what was shocking to me. He goes through that list and that we know of, that we got a response from and they told us this, 10 of those people purchased a home that year. 10. That year, my average sales price was $250,000 times 10 sales is $2.5 million in volume at a 3% commission is $75,000 in GCI, gross closed income. Think about that for a second. Another $75,000 in my pocket that year if I simply would have followed up with these internet leads. How can another $75,000 a year change your business and change the life for you and your family? So that was really powerful to me in the power of follow-up and why it is so important and so critical that we follow up with these leads. So one of the agents I was talking to recently, she was doing a lot of open houses. And so I referenced the Shift book written by Gary Keller, founder of Keller Williams Realty. And in there... I believe it's around page 70, it talks about how to properly do an open house, all of the marketing that you should be doing before the open house. And I showed her that and I said, are you doing all of these things? And she said, uh, most of them, I'm not doing all of them. Okay, well, let's work on that. So let's try and start doing all of those things. And then I said, when's the last time you did an open house? And her response was, oh, it was about two months ago. All right, no big deal. When's the last time that you reached out to the people that came to your open house? She said, um, it was about two months ago. So see, she's got these people coming in, volunteering their information, maybe do one follow-up the same day or the next day. Hey, thanks for coming to my open house. And then she's disappearing. She's falling off the map. Guys, these people want to build a relationship with you and they want to know where your expertise is and how you can help them out. And the only way you can show them that is proper follow-up and being consistent. I have a lead in my database that came from farming that I've had in there for a couple years now. And we keep in touch all the time. And they're just now maybe starting to get ready to put their house on the market. We're exploring a few different options there. So I've been consistent in following up with her. There's no magic number of follow-up times. There's no magic calendar You've got to kind of gauge that on how serious the lead is. But if you're not getting a response, you've got to keep reaching out to these people until you get some sort of a response. The other thing that was pretty eye-opening to me was we treat our clients like they're real estate agents. And here's what I mean by that. We never take that real estate cap off. We don't think like they think. So... I'll pose this question to people a lot and say, as a real estate agent, how often do you glance at your email? And when I say glance, I mean, how often do you even just unlock your phone and see if that little notification bubble is on top of your email? And for real estate agents, email is critical to us. So we're doing that hundreds of times a day, you know? Guys, your your stay-at-home moms, your soccer moms, your 
business owners are not checking their personal email as much as we're checking our work emails. So think about that. You know, it could be two, three, four days before a consumer checks their personal email. Now, they may glance at it and see, hey, was there an email from the PTA or did the soccer coach send us an email? But they're not literally going through and looking at every single email with the same importance that we are. So keep that in mind. And there's definitely some scripts out there. If you guys want to reach out to me, my email is going to be in the show notes. I'll be happy to share some stuff with you. But follow-up is very, very key. So I want to leave you with this last little bit of information. It was 2016, and I was in Los, or excuse me, I was in New Orleans for Keller Williams Family Reunion. And Gary Keller was on stage talking about internet leads and buying leads and things like that. And he said, uh, in 2016, we spent $2 billion dollars as an industry on internet leads. $2 billion as an industry on internet leads. Now, I'm a firm believer that the cost is irrelevant as long as there's a return. So if you're getting the return, it really doesn't matter how much you spend. If you're not getting a return, the expense is everything. So we spent $2 billion as an industry. Now, what was the ROI? What was the return on investment of that $2 billion? It was negative 32%. Negative 32% negative 32%. Guys, that blew me away. Now, is that because Zillow leads are bad? Is that because Realtor.com leads are bad? Is that because any of these leads are bad? They're really not. I argue that it's because our follow-up is horrible. And we've just seen that in these stats that I shared with you. If 50% of these people are never getting followed up with even one time, how can we expect to have a good ROI on that? Now, I know agents that spend money on internet leads through Zillow and things like that, and they spend $10,000 a month, and they get a great ROI. So what's the difference there? They're getting the same leads that you are. The only difference is the follow-up and the consistency and being very, very purposeful about this. So before you run out there and start spending money on it, make sure that you're going to commit to the follow-up. The same agent that was talking to me about her open houses the other day asked me if I've ever bought leads from Market Leader. And I actually have, and I tracked it all the time and had a great ROI. But my first response to her was, if you're not willing to follow up with people that come to an open house, why would you go spend money on leads? And that was pretty powerful for her. So she's changing some things in her business now. Guys, I hope this has really helped you out. As always, if you have comments, questions, concerns, suggestions, you know, whatever you want to talk about, shoot me an email. My email address is in the show notes. Uh, if you got suggestions for upcoming episodes, I'd love to hear about it. And I hope everybody has a fabulous rest of the week and crush it. Have a great weekend and I will talk to you guys next week.